Welcome to the Kavod Family Podcast. Kavod Family exists for the restoration of families and the transformation of communities. Welcome to the Kavod Family Podcast. This is your host, Travis. We've got Casey Wilson. And then we've got two other guests on that I've been trying to get on for forever. <laughs> and one has told me no forever, and she works with She's me. She's practically your sister. This Literally, is family. Little sister. From, from the beginning. That's Partially right. why I'm bald now. Yep. The yep. stress <laughs> of years. Mm-hmm. So we've got Alex with us. A.K.A. Big Al. Big Al, yes. <laughs> you plugged it. <laughs> and then we've got Becca. How are you? It's very good to be on. Thank you. So Thank you. I would love to hear a background from both of you guys. And it doesn't have to be super long. Just kind of what you're doing now, how you got there. And it could be like 30 seconds. No, not super lengthy. Okay. Uh, well, I grew up in Franklin. Um, I've always had a passion for teaching and coaching since I was probably eight years old. Um, played multiple sports. Got told when I was in the middle school, my mom said competitive gymnastics or competitive sports. So I had to make a choice. Oh, wow. That's cool. So I was a gymnast. Um, I got to like level seven. I loved it. Um, And then I realized that I loved team sports. So that's when I bedded into volleyball, basketball. I did cross country, um, softball, and kind of just from that point forward, I knew that that is something I wanted to do. Um, I taught all my stuffed animals when I was little, so I knew teaching was also something. Um, So went on to Western and got a degree, and I've been plugged back into the high school ever since. Um, So I've been um, teaching since 2009 at the high school and coaching volleyball. Basically, before that, I was helping Coach Shields when I was still at Western and um, met some really cool people along the way, and then just um, kind of plugged in and Still now do volleyball and basketball. So obviously we know you're married. Yeah. How many kids do you have? So Josh is my husband, not Jay. Josh, <laughs> got that right? He's <laughs> not looking at me. Uh, I've got four kids. So Bristol is uh, 14, Oakley is 12, um, Wrigley is five, just started kindergarten, and Welker, um, she's the baby. Yeah. yeah so Where does time go? That where is does crazy. time go? <laughs> crazy. Yes. So. All right, Alex, you're up. What you got? So, born and raised in Franklin, um, I started playing volleyball when I was in eighth grade and played all throughout middle school, high school. I played on a club team when I wasn't playing in school, in high school. Um, so, I absolutely loved it and found a really big passion for the sport. Um, graduated high school and then kind of just didn't know what I wanted to do with life after that. Like for a year or two, just taking some general classes at Southwestern. Um, and then my, he is my husband now, but my boyfriend at the time was like, um, so I signed you up for CrossFit and <laughs> I was like, okay. Devin's the one that drug you into this? He is. He is. He's he on backed the- out so quick. <laughs> it's magical. He's like, you're in, I'm out. Devin I was like, okay. didn't miss a day. And then Alex came and then Devin is ninja into the distance. <laughs> He's like, I'm- this is your thing now. <laughs> So that's how I kind of got started um, at the gym with Travis and Lydia. Just started working out with them. That was back in 2016. So been about a year. 2017 is when they were like, hey, have you ever thought about coaching before? And I was like, hmm, actually, no, let me think on this. Maybe that would be super fun. And so I did and kind of went with that, went and got my um, CrossFit L1 and with a lot of like prodding from Travis, 
he knows I was like chilling, chilling. And so he was like really pushing me, calling me to do more. Um, and so it's interesting being on the different side of this right now. <laughs> no, it really is. It's kind of good to hear those things. Yeah, right? it's like, all right. Yeah. So when got certified and started teaching um, or coaching class in 2017 and have been coaching here at Cavode ever since. So it's been about six years, That's which awesome. is. Insane. So crazy to see, um, just looking back over all those years, everything that has happened and like how just such a minor um, decision in life can have such a big impact. Um, And that goes for a lot of things, but especially like career wise, never, I never thought that I would be doing this, which is so cool um, with some awesome people. So been co- I'm still coaching here and then um, assistant coaching with right. Becca and Cindy <laughs> at the high school for volleyball and then just took on a director role for our very first um, club team out of Cavode. So that is going really yeah. well. Yeah. So how did you two meet? Did you, did you coach? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, I was coaching there. Um, probably had just come back from the middle school um, yes. when Alex um, – well, I took the JV position, and she was bumped up, you know, to varsity. Um, but, yes, in the same gym, I watched her, a number little 14, um, mm-hmm. do her thing out there. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yes. So, and then when she – and, of course, um, when I used to come and do CrossFit before four kids, um, <laughs> I, I, I uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. That was a great time for myself, but it's just hard to squeeze that in. Um Alex has been awesome and knew that she had a passion for kids and for volleyball. And so the door opened and we snagged her and mm-hmm. um, not letting her leave. I, <laughs> I, I, I could be wrong, but I think my first memory of Becca was she was pregnant and she was doing toes bars on the rig at like an open or something. One Probably, yes. I do tell lots of people yep. the strongest I've ever been was when I was like 30 to 39 weeks pregnant, and I can remember doing overhead squats and all box jumps and everything else. I remember else, so. very vividly being like, when you get in your last trimester, I'm going to have to like slow you down. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. And I would have to stand on the box in the middle of her workout or on the object she was supposed to lift and be like, talk, breathe. That's right. And when she would slow down, <laughs> I'd let her go again. Yep. I remember. Yep. Too fun. So... Can you guys tell me about this awesome picture we have behind us? So this is a really, really cool, vivid memory um, of this year of um, witnessing kids meet a goal or a um, iconic milestone in a very, very short, um, you know, path in their life. Um, Volleyball, four years, um, is very, very, just a very small path in what they can accomplish and do. But um, the cool thing about this is in this sport, or in lots of things, you might accomplish something really, really neat like McCall did here, but it took everybody to do that. Um, So you're so thankful for your teammates because in the game of volleyball, you can't get assists without kills and you can't get assists without passing and you can't get any of that without team. It's not like you're going out and running a 5K. It's It's just you. It's not like you're going out and doing freestyle down and back. So it takes so much teamwork. 
Um, she kind of knew it was coming, but she didn't know it was coming. Um, and so the game that she hit it at, which is not this picture, um, but the game she actually hit it at, she was very surprised. And we tried to do our best, and I'm not really good at surprises, so I'm like over there like, I don't know, like we're winning the state championship. And it's just because this moment was so just surreal because it was just a kid doing their thing. Um and watching her grow up, they used to come to my camps when they were s- six years old. Really? So I know the passion that they've had for this sport and just being able to see it up there. So that's not just teammates. a team photo. That's a an award that's being handed out? Yes. What so she um, hit assists. over 1,000 si- assists um, in her career. Wow. Um, you know, sh- And you only get those when you're on the varsity. So she was on the varsity as a sophomore, a junior, and a senior. Um, she did surpass it, but um, it's just a really cool – that's a landmark. In it's volleyball. a landmark. It's cool. Um, we have some that can be hit, you know, a thousand hits. Um, we have a girl probably coming up that's going to do that next season. Um, so yeah, it's just really neat to be able to see them reach a goal that they've worked really hard for. And that is really hard because she was not the only setter. Correct. Like in the she was on varsity three years. Three years. Three yeah. years. Was not probably would be a lot easier to hit that. Obviously, if you're the only setter getting all of those assists, but she was not and worked super hard um, along with our other setters and um, that's so cool. The girls, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys could recap the season, and I mean obviously the wins and stuff like that, but from a coaching standpoint, the high moments for you guys. Um, I knew this year was going to be special from. The end of May. I just knew it. I had a feeling that the girls, we used to use this term, but we're all in. Um, we've done many things over the years, and you just, you know, what can, what, what's your, what's your word this year? What's your saying? What's your, and um, I just knew that they were in. Like, I could tell it in their eyes. Um, sometimes you have teams where they're, some of them might be about themselves, and that's yeah. okay because you can't necessarily mold kids to not be about themselves or, you know, it's just, that's just part of their genetics. But, um, when we started doing summer workouts, like we couldn't get them out of the gym. We were, we started taking role. We're like, we're going to see who comes every single workout. <laughs> they were always mm-hmm. there. Yep. Oh, so cool. I'm like, quit taking role because they're here. And so when you see that and the passion and the drive, or they call you to come open the gym or they want to go to the same court or they want to, you know, they'll go do their own thing, beach volleyball and um, grass volleyball. You're like, okay, we're here. We're good. Now let's see how far we can get. So I think this year, just that moment of, I'll never forget, <laughs> we were taking roll. I'm like, my God. And you just kept writing the same names. That's good. But it was also like to where now we've got to make this something more than just volleyball. Yep. And what is that going to be? And it's nice that like the foundation was set just to like the buy-in, the entry level to show up so yep. I can impact you and change your life That's and right. coach you was there. It was already there. And you're now realizing, wow, I don't get this all the time. Nope. I get to build on this. No, nope. I have coaches that cool. ask me all the time, um, you know, friends that are now coaches or coaches, and they're like, how do you do this? Or if we show a drill or, or something, something as simple as our – lay down the ground, use a ball to massage out, you know, when you're sore. And she's like, what is that? What are you doing? What do you, how, why do you make them do this? I can't get my kids to do this or they, you know, they won't come or it's. And so when you hear that, you're like, Oh, 
Thank you. Yeah. You're ever so thankful because um, you don't want to ever not be thankful for the small things. And just because they were there, that is iconic um, to just start a season like that. That's huge. Yeah. Gosh, when I look back on this season, I think the best memories are like we weren't even playing. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing team bonding. All the girls came to this. I was literally just looking at those pictures. We did team bonding. All the girls came out to the sand court, came to my parents' house, and we had a pool party. And we did these games that were hilarious, like before um, season even started, just creating that bond and um, that culture where we spend this time together and we are put on like we put them on different teams. So they didn't create their teams. They were like put on certain teams to um, have to work well with each other. And we just had a blast. That was one of my best and favorite memories um, of the season there. We went to Western camp, mm-hmm. which was so fun, so playing fun. apples to apples to like yep. 1030 at night. <laughs> we let Coach Cindy win. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> um, just so many fun memories that – we weren't even playing at the time. But one of my most favorite, like, playing memories um, was that home, our last, like, home game of the season when we played Wes Henderson and we won, which is such a huge deal because, which everyone probably knows now because it's been out in the paper and everything, but we have not beaten Wes Henderson since I was in high school. Yeah. And I was a sophomore. I think that yep. was 2011. Yep. So it had been so long. And I was like, this is our <laughs> year. Like, we can do it. And so it was just so awesome to see them accomplish that and fight and never give up. Yep. And I love that. Love that moment in memory. So I hear so much more passion than just volleyball. Now, obviously, volleyball is. And I know that both of you guys are extremely competitive Mm -hmm. but like what is the bigger picture when you guys go out there and what what makes you guys want to do the long days because i know you guys are away from your house many many hours well and i'll share a little background of something so growing up obviously passion for teaching and coaching and but i've also grew up in the church as well so um my mom's worked in the church basically all my life um She's been the secretary, I guess you would say. My dad's worked in the church with sound, and now he's the basically the janitor, and he's a fix-all. So um, we grew up there, but I had a passion for a long time for missions. Um, and this is where I'm going to get. Being an impact for kids that are less fortunate. You don't have to go anywhere because they're right here. So once I realized I don't have to go overseas, I don't have to go out of the country, which took me a long time to understand that. But once I realized that those kids are right here, they're in our school system, they're in our community league, um, I understood more of why I'm doing what I'm doing. So... You take something as small as coaching and just try to be a positive impact. And then when you feel it tugging on your heart to say, hey, do you know Jesus? Hey, let's pray. Hey, let's, you know, think about this and this. Hey, we're going to go help people because we have X, Y, and Z. Then 
it becomes full circle of why I take time away from my own kids and my family or embed them in it so that they can see that I am a mom and I am a teacher and I am a coach, but then there's a bigger picture to why that is what it is. Um, you know, I, it has nothing to do with volleyball. I'm coaching basketball right now, but there has been a situation to this season within the past month where um, I have seen I mean, I've seen God a lot more within the past month through one child. And this child has nothing. She missed 25 days of school in one nine weeks and failing, failed all classes. I'm like, we're going to do a basketball unit. Let's go. You know, I was pumped up. She's like, basketball? I'm like, yeah. She missed the first day of PE of basketball. Her friend is on the phone with her during class. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm on the phone with this girl. She's wondering if we're doing basketball on Thursday. Yes, we are. She was there. She's actually halfway decent. We're like, hey, have you ever thought about trying out with the basketball team? Really? Yeah, why not? Okay. We don't care about anything else. Just show up. She comes to class on Thursday. She comes to class on Friday. Monday, she shows up for tryouts. I'm like, okay. I can work with this. I can work with this. We're good. She makes it past Monday. We do a lot of talking. We do a lot of soul searching. I literally am like surrendering everything. You tell me what to do. Yeah. Just give me guidance on what to do. Give me help to fill in all the gaps to make this work. And Tuesday was the day. She made the team. She has not missed school since. She has straight A's. (laughs) That's Jesus, and that is what I'm supposed to do. Yes, I would love to be in other countries and loving on kids and teaching them basketball and braiding their hair and all that stuff, but that was, that's my goal in our school system, and if it's one, it will be more than one. And I say that because I've taken this kid to work. I have, I have been over backwards, but it's not me. It's the community, its people, but this kid, what she's given up just to be on that team, to be around those people, to show up and show out and just be herself, to it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And so I know that was long, but that is why I do what I do. And I know I'm not the greatest coach. I don't know it all. That's why I keep people like this around that help me out and level <laughs> me back down. But the game – is very minimal to the rest of the stuff. And some people get it, and most don't, and that's okay. But Jesus is coming back, and it's very, very soon. And I told them, did I not in the locker room, don't you dare be passing me going the opposite direction. So we went the entire season on, please be going the same way I'm going. Because if you can notice what's going on in the world, and I am not perfect— it's going to happen, and I would melt to know I was passing kids that I had that I had talked to every day and didn't just say something. And I know they probably get tired of it sometimes, and, you know, we have our ups and downs, and I'm like, I'm trying to do better about some of the stuff that I don't do right. And it, you have to surround yourself with people that remind you of that, but that's, that's the goal. That's what I feel like. That's why I wake up every day. 
And when they look back on these memories in life, like, that's the stuff that they're going to remember. They're not going to remember wins, losses. Like, um, they don't remember who was there for them and who just spoke life into them and um, pushed them to something greater. Like, life is so much more than just volleyball life. Um, Yeah. So I just love that. Yeah, just looking at the two of you. I mean, how how many years ago was it when you when you coached Alex? Oh, oh, forever. Ago. Yeah, eight, eight years ago <laughs> at least. Yeah, you, you still remember a number? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what's branded that's in right. your mind. So when you're with a student or when you're with a girl that many days over and over, mm-hmm. hours after school repeatedly, it becomes far more than just a volleyball club or a volleyball team. That's right. I mean, this is the essence of what family is, right? That's you right. touch base every single day. There's a sense of honor and respect. There's a similar goal. There's a mutual culture that's being built. Like we're becoming a family. We're feeding and breathing off of one another. That's right. It's an awesome thing that sports allows students. So here's this young girl that probably doesn't have a home. I mean, that's no. probably why she's in the situation she's in. And because you brought her in, because you held the rope while she was coming in, right. right, and allowed her to kind of get her feet wet. That's right. Now she's a part of something and you start to see the rest of her life kind of come together, right? right? Like we, we think that, that you have to focus on the education and the A's and all of that. You get family, right? You can build some of these structures and all those branches, everything else starts to work itself out. So I want to dive into that. Your, your vision and your mission is Jesus. And that is the overarching theme. And that keeps you from burnt out, Mm -hmm. but you have a husband and you have a family. That's right. Four and kids, you, right? Yeah. And you have a full-time job and then another full-time job coaching and then a full-time job as being a mom and a full-time job as being a wife. So can you briefly tell me January, December, I coach these things, we run to roughly this time. It doesn't have to be super detailed, but I want everybody to know like you've weighed the cost and you know it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I start a regular calendar year in August, so we're both coaching as head coaches, which, you know, Your is, husband and you. Yes, yeah. is a lot. I mean, it's the paperwork. It's the workouts in the summer. It's the time. It's the laundry. It's the mowing. It's the lining off. It's the scheduling of the, you know, you got to go to scrimmages and you got to have a game schedule. And then we are playing five games before school even starts. So then now, in today's time, I've got two kids playing middle school sports. So they're doing the exact same thing. So it's running back and forth, you know. And and when you say, I got an hour and a half practice today, you do. I tack on 30 to 45 minutes before, 30 to 45 minutes afterwards because you wrap everything up. For my husband, because of six loads of laundry a day, you know, in the the field house, it's an extra – you know, hour and a half on each end. And so you're trying to do all that. You're trying to get kids there. Then you got two babies that are running around like, okay, this is just basically where I live. (laughs) And it is. And there's toys there. And there's the girls are phenomenal with them. But there is times where I have to stop and have to be a mom. And there is times where I'm holding them while coaching or they're falling asleep while we're wherever or they're riding a bus to somewhere. Um, So we do that from, well, all summer up until – the end of October, November, you get about a month there that you embed right back into basketball. So I'm a JV basketball coach, but I take it just as serious as I am the volleyball head coach. So um, new set of girls, some, 
you know, come from volleyball as well. And so that's what we've been doing right around Thanksgiving is when you start playing games. It's a very long season. You know, it's through three different holidays. So you, and we coach that together, by the way. Um, so I get to make the calls and he's the backup. No, he does amazing. The girls love that because, you know, he gets to coach a little different when you're coaching females compared to males. Um, and he's great. He knows what he's doing. He kind of levels me back down on certain things, uh, which we all need. But um, so we do that until the end of February, March. And that is kind of our March. April is our take a deep breath. You know, what needs to be done around the house, what needs to be fixed or whatever. And then you start with spring cleaning. Start, and then you yeah, start it up, you start huh? again. <laughs> so after, um, you know, in March, we try to do our little kids camp, which is really cool. And so embedding back into the community. And after spring break, we start again. We have workouts starting then and you start revamping for the next year. School ends, the last two weeks of school are always a dead, which is really cool because let's focus on grades, let's wrap everything up from school, and then it's full on from that point forward. So I think my older two, which all of them have, but the older two have been in it so long, they don't know any different. The younger two are going to be the same way. Um, But, you know, we thought we were done, and there's a seven-age gap in between the two boys, but... They're really good help. You know, now I feel comfortable leaving them at home if I have to run out and do something or it is a 7 a.m. workout and I don't want to get them out of the bed. But when it was the, you know, that time when I couldn't do that, that was hard. So, yeah, workouts at 7, you got to be there before 6.30. That means you're getting all four kids up. You're getting them ready. You're getting out the door. Um, And I don't want to be rude, but I'm not going to half-ass anything. So if we're going to get up and get ready, we're not going out looking like we just crawl the bed. Let's get up. Let's go out the door. Let's be presentable. Um, You know, and sometimes it's a rush at night. you got to get fed, bathe, homework, all that in a short amount of time, and then you got to redo it again. Um, So some people say, how do you do it? Well, you can't do it without a little grace. I mean, there's just – got to know – you know, I know my husband puts – 1,000% 1,000% effort. There's not one day that he doesn't do a to-do list since the day I've met him. I've never not seen him do a to-do list. And he is very precise on that, and he checks it off every day. And if he didn't get it done, it goes on the next day. Um, I kind of put mine here. He says, I don't see how you do that. And I'm like, well, I don't see how you do that. But um, it just works well for us. Um, I think we both know what it takes, and so it's give or take. And I just tell him all the time, I'm your biggest fan, and I I am. Like, even if we're doing something that maybe each other doesn't like, we help each other. It's solely communication. It's a lot of love, and it's just a lot of patience when it comes to not everything's going to be perfect um, in the sense of, you know, just life in general and what people perceive of us. I hope that they perceive it as that we genuinely love each other as a family, and then we're going to push that out to the people that we're around on a daily basis. Um, so it's been a lot. It's been a long time. I mean, he's been a head coach for over 18 years, and so ever since we met, he was, um, and that's just what we've done. I don't know any different, and so if there's ever a day that there is different, you're like, wait, what? I always say, this is what normal people do after work. (laughs) (laughs) We're not normal. Like, if I was to have to go home and not practice, I don't know what I would do. Like, I would really feel lost, um, 
So I don't know. I, I really don't know what normal people do. Like, what do you do if you get home before 5.30 or 6? What do you really do on game days and you get home before 10? I don't know what they do. Maybe they <laughs> actually eat dinner at, you know, and we joke around about that stuff. So it's, that's just our life. And, you know, somebody else might be like, well, this is how we do it. That's great, but it's worked for us. Yeah. But, but I think that's the beauty in it. You know, in a marriage, whatever your mission, your goal, your family purpose is, if you buy in together, yep. you can do almost anything. That's right. You can. If you don't buy in together, right? Like little things that you say, you know, I'm your biggest, I'm your biggest yeah. fan. Uh, for a husband to hear that from his wife? Yeah, game on. Right. Come on, yeah. right? Like that goes a long ways in allowing a man to be able to work long, to work hard, mm-hmm. to do everything he can and not feel like he's dividing his home or wasting his days, yeah. right? And if you can build, uh, I mean, just hearing your story to go from a place of, I wanted to be in missions. I wanted to go overseas. I felt like that adventure was what God was calling me to, to recognizing, wait a minute, wait a minute. That adventure is right here. Yep. It's in the mundane. It's right. every single day. It's laundry after laundry. It's child after child. It's volleyball practice after practice. But if you love that rhythm, if you fall in love with those mundane rhythms of life, that's a worthy life. That's, that's not right. a wasted life. That's yep. a great life. You know what I mean? Yep. And what's cool in that is, is, is God has... The father, a good father, he, he took care of your kids beforehand. He knew your desire to pour into kids and to travel and do missions. But a lot of the times, kids can't go in those scenarios, mm-hmm. or they might be able that's to right. to some extent. He gave you a mission that's literally in your town, in your house, right. and your kids could be a part of every second of the way. Yep. They get bought into the bigger mission, and then they literally have 18 years of getting to see mom and dad do it. Yep. High moments, good moments. They fought. They they made up. They I'm your biggest fan. Like they're getting to see a game tape, literally, of your life. That's right. And then not only your kids, but all these kids get to see it too. Yes. And you know, I go back to that one child this season that you know we've kind of took in. You know, she doesn't have a mom. So guess who her mom is? Yeah. That's me, and I'll fill that role. And there's other women around that are going to be that role. Um, you know, she lost her mom in the seventh grade. This is what started this spiral of what is happening. We had the most amazing conversation the other day because um, you don't know when to plug in sure. Christianity. You don't want to push it on people. You don't want to say all these things, and then they see you say a cuss word, and you're like, well, okay, because that's that's my fear. That's why I sometimes don't like to talk about or push on it because I sin every day. And so she said to me, she said, can I talk to you a second? I said, sure. You know, what's up? We were talking this and that. And she said, um, basically in a roundabout way is that she was thankful. And I'm like, no need this. You don't thank me. I haven't done anything. You've done the work. I gave you an opportunity to use what you love, which is basketball and make something of yourself. And you've done it. You've been here. And she was bragging on her grades, and and I was bragging on her and being at school. And I'm telling you, one day she called me. I was already at school. I have her first period. Coach, I don't don't have a ride. I said, just give me a minute. So the time that I was going out there on my planning to get her 25 minutes out of town, 25 minutes back, Um, talked with the principal. This is why I work with amazing people. He sent the officer out there. Got her, brought her to school. She got the arrest of the day. And it was because of certain circumstances that she couldn't make it there. But he knew. He knew the mission. He knows. Bigger picture, yeah. The bigger picture. And it's okay, but we're going to get you to school. 
know, she was so thankful for that because she got the rest of the second, third, fourth period. She don't have to, you know, now we are still on that. You've been here every day. Yep. Um, so I think just being that she's been in the car with my kids, they've joked around. She's coming to Thanksgiving. I haven't gave her a choice. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> there's so much Good. food and I need somebody to eat it. Mm-hmm. And so like, you wish when you're winning or not winning that people see that and they don't. And so people are like, what? You know, you ask, what is the iconic moment? It's the stuff that no one gets to see. Yeah. The little bit on the court, these moments, the wins, yes, they're all amazing. But it's the little things that. So I'm going to challenge you. Not challenge you, but let you know people do see it. Well, that's good. I hope because so. My wife says all the time, so she loves loves coaching here. Absolutely loves coaching. And she has stepped back to homeschool the kids. Yeah. And then when she watches you coach, she's like, she is just a ball of fire. And Lydia's a lot like that, but just yeah. in different areas. And she's like, she makes me miss that. And yeah. she's like, I love everything that she does. There's this one picture we have out you from, I don't remember what, oh, no. years ago. <laughs> on the photo wall? Yeah, on the photo wall. Oh, okay. And you're you're dressed up for your game day, and you're jumping in the air. Your hair's like vertical, yep. and you're screaming. And like that passion... Like we had a we had a series a while back and it says we've been not we've not been given a spirit of fear but of power, love and of self control. Mm-hmm. Power demands a response. How you and your husband coach is powerful. Yeah. Whether you say all the right things or not, yeah. whether you do all the right things or not, it's powerful. <laughs> and the love and the self control that follows through in the moments that people don't see or do see yeah. is what changes these girls and the, yeah. the boys' lives. Yeah. So I'm letting you know people see it all the time. They get to see your kids on the field, your kids on the court. And a lot of what we've done, I've said it on the podcast, I haven't said it directly to you guys. A lot of what we did with our kids when we first opened the gym was modeling after you two with your sports. So our kids fell asleep in our yeah. lounge with the music just right That's over right. them. They were in our office while we were starting our business and they just hung out. That's right. But everybody, like they call Alex aunt, they That's call, right. mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just family. We've got pictures of Frank. So I went to school with Frank. Yeah. And he is holding Esri, and both of them are asleep in between one of the class times right when we first opened. Yeah. But, like, that's, that's what it is, and it's family. It is. And you guys have modeled that. And not everybody will get it. Not everybody will see it. But it doesn't matter if they no. do because your heart is for God and your heart's for the kids. And I see it, and it's awesome. Well, thank you. And it's great, I guess, to be surrounded by people. That's why I was so on board with, like, Alex coming on in the sense of she understands the mission, and the mission is um, is doing what we can for these kids that we coach, um, teach them some volleyball along the way, but to be a model of hopefully that's something that when they go do what they want to do or whatever their passion is, that they can do it with as much passion as we bring forth in that. Um, you know, my kids have learned to love Alex as well. Mm-hmm. The greatest gift ever was this slinky that she bought Welker <laughs> for her birthday. And sat, you know what's crazy is that's the second thing on Wrigley's Christmas list is a big slinky. And so oh, but she doesn't know that that small slinky was something that impacted my kids. And they know who bought that for her. And she says it all the time. And she knows that they she can run up to Coach Cindy and get gum or you know, whatever that is. And so they make an impact on my personal kids and other kids as well. But you've got to have that together for things to work, just like you talked about with the marriage, just like with the kids. It's got to mesh. And I try to tell my own kids, um, 
you know, I say every day, like, let your compassion flow. Yeah. Humble yourself enough, whether you're good or not good, but to where people don't have to guess what you are. Absolutely. Flow out of just love and, you know, they don't have to fit in some circle and they don't have to just be on your team. And they don't, I love when we go out to eat and they're like, Hey, so-and-so I'm like, who's that? You know, and they're like, Oh, they're in my class or they're, that's good. You, when you see people out, you should say, Hey, you should greet them and do things like that. And not everything that we do is, is right. But I want them to gather that because that goes far more than sports. Um, and even the, the little kids, sometimes they'll get a little snippy or they're tired or whatever. I'm like, try to remind them like be nice they're speaking to you they're you know they're trying to love on you and um i don't know it, it, it's just good that they get to be around a lot of people and they're at a lot of games and they're besides this one time and we were at a basketball <laughs> game i'm like what are you doing with that cup and they have a cup in the lobby asking for money <laughs> i'm like That's what good, are you doing <laughs> And they were like, they didn't see anything bad with it. They just wanted some candy. But I'm like, we have money. Please don't ask people for money. And people thought it was hilarious. I didn't think it was very funny. But they've been around it so long, they didn't think that was a, that was a big deal. But I think it's um, hilarious. Nathaniel used to go into, you know, like all the flyers that people pass out. He would grab the whole stack, and I didn't catch on to it at first. And then he'd try to sell them to people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, want, right. you want this for a buck? That's right. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're stealing and then selling. That's this? right. I see potential there. It's a good sales guy. That's right. Okay. I see work there. That's what I see. I love when um, your kids are at practice. It's like my favorite thing. They brighten my day. They brighten Coach Cindy's day. All the girls' day. We love when they are there. Um, And just going back to one of my other memories of this season, we – I think we were playing at yes, we were playing at Smokey. <laughs> me and Wrigley played this made-up volleyball yep. game for like forty minutes before the game, like our JV game started. And he's like, "All right, timeout. Need some water." So he would go get some water, and he would come back, and we were like, "All right, game on!" And we would play like. And I'm sure for, he had a lot of points, and you had no points. Oh, he <laughs> he had ten thousand five hundred eighty-two, and I had three. <laughs> So, I mean, I held held him there, but, um, yes, I just love them so much and just consider them part of my family as well. Um, And, man, we played with that slinky forever. We did it down the stairs. That's uh, right. How many many girls are on a volleyball team in that picture? 16, 17? We had – we had 16, 16 and, then, yes. and then 17 and we brought 17. up. Yep. And, yep. and there's maybe a handful of them that will go off to college? Probably one. Okay. I mean, like, the statistics are very low. Okay. And um, then after that, maybe community league or coaching, something like that. Yeah. But very few, right? Yeah. This is the the majority. This is, this is it. This is the, the highlight. Volleyball. Yep. But after this, how many of those ladies are going to go on and be probably mothers? That's right. Probably and, 90% of them. And sisters. Yep. And so, I mean, this is our big thing is like, if you can start to reintroduce children and the essence of family, that's right. brotherhood, spiritual sisters, spiritual mothers, because that's the role you're playing, mm-hmm. right? You're being spiritual moms to these girls. If that becomes normal in a setting like volleyball, like that's the kind of thing that you can walk out the rest of your life. Okay. It's the greater lesson. Yep. Volleyball comes to an end, but being a, 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 a spiritual mom, being a leader, being an, a, a mother that can care for and love on and take care of somebody, that... That, that is seen, it's caught rather yes. than necessarily taught in the school system. 
if yeah. you put it on display, if yeah. there's someone that will stand up and put it on display. And so, man, I just applaud you and Josh because that is – he's a head football coach, right? And, yeah. And you still, you still see him being a father and a dad. Oh, absolutely. He's never wavered from that whatsoever. Um, you know, from day one, it's been the kids can be there and other people's kids. He's never turned one kid away from being on that sideline besides don't get hurt. Sure. Um, you know, the safety of it, but he's never said no to not one person that comes down there. Um, there's never been an issue, even with our kids and out there on the field and traveling to games and practice. I mean, they used to run back and forth between one practice to the other. They used to ride their bikes all over campus in the summer or scooters or whatever. Um, but they're, you know, this summer, um, so Oakley can work. You know, he can run a mower and a weed eater and he can make his own money. Amazing. It's harder for girls to do something like that. And so Bristol, um, Josh gave Bristol a chance to make money. And her money was every day she cleaned the entire field house. That's, you know, vacuuming, blowing, taking out the trash. And she did the laundry. So anywhere from four to six loads a day. And she took time to do that. How old is she? She's 14. Okay. And so she did it with a passion. She knew where every number was. She knew where trash bags were. She could drive the gator and put it up. And it helped her dad out yeah. to where he was able to do other things um, for our family and for football. And so – It's cool whenever the the parents or the coaches or the leaders, that's what they do and that's their standard. Everybody underneath him can't help but model that. Yes. And that's, that's what Jesus tried to do. I mean, yes. he literally put it on display – and if we look at him and go to him and read the word and sit with him, we can't help but become like yes. him. Look at that. Those are public school teachers. They work for the county, right? The town, and, and here they are basically creating an apprenticeship that their children can grow up under. That's yeah. pretty cool. We like, always we say, need to see more of that. That's we awesome. always say everybody needs to pick up trash a couple of times in their life. You need to clean toilets. And you need to respect that. So if you're ever in that situation of, do I really want to leave this down or not? Or, you know, seeing something in a bathroom that you can help, you will do, do it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. there are people always above you and there are people below you. Yeah. And there has to be respect for both ends. And so, you know, my kids have had to do it. I've had to do it. Um, you know, you don't like plunging toilets. You don't like cleaning up messes that people make. But that's life. And um, it wasn't always enjoyable to leave the pool or forget at whatever time and have to come do that. And I helped her do that just because I had to take her there. Sometimes I had other things to do, but, um, you know, she enjoyed it. She made a little bit of spending money that she got to use, but initially it was very big help because if not, then my husband's finishing work and he's going back out there to do that. And that's even more time mm -hmm. away that we can't spend together. And we spent a lot of time together in there. We've, it's just been a home for yeah. all of us. And some people are like, would you ever leave? I used to say never. Um, my mom and dad would kill me if I ever left um, <laughs> Macon County. But um, he's been offered places to go and to coach and do, and it hasn't worked out for whatever reason that is. Um, but, yeah, it might happen. It may never happen, but um, our home is here, and we have created that here and and loved every single second of it through amazing winning seasons and not so winning seasons. And um, so it's just, you know, sometimes we don't understand for years and years and years what the goal or mission is, and sometimes we get it. So now 
that I'm getting it, how do we make it better? You know, sure. how can each year be better than the one before? But even if you had to leave Macon County, I get a sense that uh, you guys would continue in the same rhythms. Oh, yes, Students absolutely. Students would still be over for Thanksgiving. Yeah. You would still be picking up girls and making sure they got to class. Yeah. Like those things, that's the beauty is it's um, the culture of Christ doesn't change. It goes yeah. with you wherever you go. That's right. You know, and so um, this was wonderful. Alex, uh, you you didn't want a vacation. You didn't want a break during Thanksgiving and Christmas. You started up a volleyball club. <laughs> That's right. What's what's in view over the next couple of months, girl? So we have just started our first ever club volleyball team in league here at Cavode. Um, so that is a whole nother story, kind of how that got started. Um, could take some time what's there. The, what's the difference between club and regular high school season? So club season, um, we would practice like two, sometimes three times a week, and then travel to certain tournaments Mm -hmm. a couple hours away. Um, We are looking at playing in six tournaments this year, so Mm -hmm. in Atlanta, in South Carolina, um, just kind of all over. And that was one of my favorite parts of playing volleyball whenever I was back in school. Um, In the off season, I played for a club team and – it was so fun. Those were some of my best memories, um, like traveling to tournaments, staying in hotels with the girls, going to like post-game dinners, and um, that was just some of my best memories, and I love that I get to create that for um, the next girls, like coming forward. Do those girls love coming over and playing sand volleyball at your dad's place? Oh, yes, absolutely. They he did that on it. purpose, huh? He just wanted to be a grandpa <laughs> smart, and smart love on smart. a bunch of people. <laughs> yep, and it's so funny because all my life um, he told me that he was going to put in a pool and, you know, he, <laughs> yeah. no, smart I vivid, man. vividly smart remember man. this, him saying that, hey, we need to save up money for a pool, so let's shut our cable off. We're not going to have any, <laughs> we're not going to have any TV. So that's what we did. We did not, I didn't have, we didn't have cable. Like we had VHS and DVD and movies and stuff, but um, <laughs> kids are going to be like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we had that, but then. So we saved up for years this money um, for a pool, and he put in a pool um, when I moved out. And I, <laughs> smart man, <laughs> I knew that he was going to do that just to get me back That's over right. there, give me, and then having all these people over, and it's just if you haven't been to the Clark's, um, you got to come. Everyone's <laughs> great in, everyone's invited. It's a blast. That's great advice. If things ever get tight, I'm just going to tell my children we're saving for a pool. <laughs> That's right. Power's off. Heat's off. No internet. Wedges. Don't worry nope. about saving for a pool. We're just stockpiling money. Yep. <laughs> uh, ladies, it's been good having you on. Thank you very, very much for coming in. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Kavod Family Podcast. Please like, share, and leave us a review. If you've enjoyed this content, or if you're familiar with some of our programs and partners in the Kavod Family Network, please consider becoming a donor at Kavod Family slash donation. God is in the process of restoring all things to himself. That begins with the person. That person is part of a family, and that family belongs to a community. Kavod Family is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry.